Hello and welcome to the New Zealand Initiative podcast with Ben Craven. The New Zealand Initiative recently launched Steen Vitebeck's report titled Reading with the Light Switched On. It's a deep dive into both Steen's experience as a teacher himself and also about New Zealand's decline in literacy and what we might be able to do to reverse that. I'm joined today by our chairman and senior fellow, Roger Partridge, who has written an op-ed for the New Zealand Herald about this research. Roger, hello. Hi, Ben. Nice to be with you. There were some absolutely staggering statistics in that book, uh, in particular that 19% of 15-year-olds do not possess basic literacy skills. That means they are not set to enter the workforce, uh, continue their studies, or be productive in civil society. That's absolutely staggering. Um, what's behind those terrible numbers? Yes, the, 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 well, that's a good question, and it's one that all New Zealanders should be concerned about. Uh, our slide down the international league tables uh, in literacy and also in maths and science over the last two or three decades is staggering. We were once, our students were once the envy of the world, um, but in the latest progress in international reading and literacy study, year five students in New Zealand placed last in all English speaking countries and 24th out of all 26 participating OECD countries. We see similar slides in the trends in international mathematics and science study and in the, uh, and in the PISA results. And New Zealand children aren't just sliding down the league tables because other nations are rising. Kiwi kids are sliding compared with their peers in the previous decade or two. And all that's happening when real spending per capita on students over the last two decades has increased by a third. So we're spending more and getting worse results in literacy, maths and science. So if we're spending more money uh, and we're getting worse results, there must be something wrong with the way we're teaching kids. Uh, what does the research say about that? Yes, well, New Zealand still holds on to uh, a way of teaching literacy that the rest of the world has found doesn't work. We adopted a, a system called whole language as our literacy approach. And it expects children to pick up the meaning of words in context rather than in a structured way teaching them the meaning of sounds. The English language has 44 phenomes, so 44 separate sounds. And older listeners will recall being taught what the letter groups sound like and then progressively learning how to decode words. The modern way the Ministry of Education has advocated for the last two or three decades uh, takes a different approach and it assumes that children can learn a written language in the same way as they learn their first spoken language, just holistically or naturally. The problem with that, the science has shown, research has shown over the last decade or so, that humans are hardwired to learn a spoken language. Homo sapiens has walked the earth for over 100,000 years and there's been enough time for evolutionary forces to lay down the tracks, the hard wiring in our brains which enable us automatically um, to learn a spoken language. Written language is much more recent. It's been around only for about 5,000 years. 
and even then it was the preserve of the chosen few. The time Jane Austen wrote Pride and Prejudice, only one in eight uh, people in England uh, could read. So um, reading and, and writing is a very recent invention. Human brains aren't hardwired to learn to read and write naturally. New Zealand is adopting a method that assumes that is the case. It's a failed experiment, and it's showing up in the classroom um, and, and amongst school leavers with a staggering proportion of kids unable to read and write. Now, that doesn't mean they can't read a stop sign, but in 2014, the Tertiary Education Commission uh, did a survey of 800 children who'd left school with NCA Level 2, and 40% of them were functionally illiterate. That meant they wow. couldn't read an instruction manual. So there is no prospect or little prospect of them going on into highly productive, high-paid jobs if they don't have basic literacy and they're not equipped at the same time, not equipped with basic numeracy. One of the staggering things about that data you just mentioned about the 800 uh, students as part of that Tertiary Education Commission survey back in 2014 is that all of them had successfully completed NCA level two so so we have students who are passing these qualifications uh, but a significant number of them are still failing to meet international benchmarks for literacy yes well the, 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 as well as a problem with how we teach literacy we, we also have a problem in our education system with assessment and as you know the initiative has done we're looking at the rigour of the NCEA assessment system and found that it's far too flexible and in particular in relation to literacy and basic numeracy, its requirements are too shallow and too narrow. And so it, children are leaving school with a certificate but actually not with the literacy and numeracy skills that they need to succeed in life. So it sounds like we're fooling ourselves a little bit there, aren't we? Dishing out these certificates to to students who actually don't have the basic foundational skills. So why why is it that teaching literacy hasn't changed? Why do we seem to be stuck with this whole language approach? What's the hold up? Well, like so many things in education, the system is caught up in dogmas that are not evidence-based. Um, we see that with the way we teach reading. Um, we see that with the Ministry of Education's fixation with modern learning environments, open plan classrooms. There's no scientific evidence that suggests that's a desirable way for children to learn the skills they need at school. And so what we're trying to do with the initiative is to bring an evidence-based approach to some of the big issues in education and in other fields and compare that with what we're doing and shine a light on how to solve the poor educational outcomes we're seeing um, with children, children leaving school. And, and that's why the name of our research report is Reading with a Light Switched On. We're trying to illuminate the nature of the problem. Makes sense. Now, what sort of reform do we need of the education system? What do teachers need to be doing instead of whole language in order to reverse New Zealand's decline in literacy? Well, the science of reading has shown that a program of structured literacy will assist uh, all children to learn to read. Of course, some children, uh, our minority of children, do just naturally pick up how to read, show them a book almost, and they learn to read. But that's a minority for most uh, school children. Learning to read requires effort. And the science, the evidence shows that the best way of teaching them to read is through a, a program of structured literacy, 
um, progressively introducing them to the 40-odd phenomes in, that, that make up spoken English so that they can understand, they can de de decipher the squiggles on the page and work out what sound they make, to provide them with books that add in those sounds ad progressively as they learn them. And in that structured way, they learn to read. And structured literacy can be a fun way of learning uh, for children in the classroom. And it's also a rewarding way because uh, rather than leaving children behind, it brings children along with it. They, they can see they're, making success, they're having success. Roger Partridge, uh, thanks so much for joining us to talk about both your op-ed in the New Zealand Herald and our latest research. If listeners would like to read Roger's latest article, it's titled Roadblock on Literacy's Pathway to Prosperity. Our latest research, Reading with the Light Switched On, can be found on the New Zealand Initiative website. Roger, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. stay up to date with our latest research, opinions and events, sign up to our weekly insights newsletter at nzinitiative.org.nz.